Welcome to Daily Politics, a political podcast on the ins and outs of politics. My name is Rosalyn Obala, a political editor at NTV, and I'm joined by my colleagues Gushundongo, editor Saturday Nation, and I'm Oliver Madenge, multimedia editor at NTV. On this episode, uh, we're going to tackle the issue of Azimio running met headache. And for quite a long time, the Azimio La Umoja One Kenya coalition has been battling with the issue of the running mate to Raila's presidential bid. I think this is one thing that we really need to look into. Why are we still stuck here and why are we still waiting for the possible contender? Uh, personally, if I go first, uh, I, I think uh, we are seeing a lot of confusion in Azimio uh, because they knew that on Wednesday they were supposed to hand over the three names that they were supposed to that they were to give to Raila to select the, the running mate from after the interviews that they had done. And so postponing it the last minute shows a bit of confusion. They should have known whether Raila is available or not. Because as uh, the chairman said, uh, uh, Noah Kesa said, he said that uh, they, uh, Raila was not available and that's why they couldn't give the name. And you see, they had already set their own deadline or 10th of May which yes which they pushed forward mm-hmm. uh, then they pushed forward to 13th and now you know we are at a situation where we don't know whether this is going to happen or not Oliver, if what if we say that maybe it's deliberate the anxiety is there you find that their opponents the Kenya Kwanza have actually been floating names and actually pushing them to pick uh, specific candidates. Do you think this is deliberate because they're still shy of the 16th May deadline? I, 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 at the end of the day, they still have to announce. Whether there is, there is a fallout <laughs> that they are trying to evade, uh, yes. the, their fallout will still be there. Yes. We know that Kalonzo has insisted that this is position is his. We know that there are those who uh, uh, who support uh, uh, Uhuru who are saying Mother Karua has, has to get it. Yes. So the fallout will still still happen if uh if they if, if whenever or that time that they announce the the, can, the candidate the, the candidate but at the end of the day what i think they are trying to forestall is mm. that fallout fallouts yeah which is eminent <laughs> and uh, i just uh, just to add on what oliver is saying yeah? yes yes i think they're just trying to postpone a heartbreak eh? really sometimes you when you have to choose between many brides or when the bride has to choose between many bridegrooms eh? yeah, yeah, you they talk want about to, the jittered lover yes they want to wait until <laughs> the last minute eh? yes uh, so that they uh, the time for disappointment is not much eh? yes. I, th- I think that's what azimio is actually trying to achieve if you ask me they know the deadline is may 16th eh? mm-hmm. so if they name the three guys today, the top three guys today, the guys will have one whole week to complain. Yeah. Uh, to complain. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to use Pile pressure. Uh, <laughs> uh, pile. Give threats. Yeah, give threats. Uh, go back to their bases. But if they keep postponing and the yeah. deadline to May 16th approaches, eh, mm. if they actually announce it on, um, on let's say, May 15th yes. or May 16th morning, yes. and they say, this is our guy. Uh, this is Peter Kenneth, or this is uh, whoever it is. Eh? Yes, I think the guys who are left out, or the ones who will not be in that list, yes, will have very little or no, or let me not call it a backup plan. But they will not have a lot of time to complain or gripe. By the time they do, the yes. country will have moved on. So but I think they are trying to just postpone the heartbreak. 
but heartbreak so, is coming. So what, what I hear Gusho saying is that uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the peculiar habit of Kenyans. Uh, Kenyans, uh, only the last minute. the last minute <laughs> rush. But but you see, somebody can also ask again: Was there a gun on anybody's head to settle on the May 10th deadline? And again, when they pushed it to now uh, the 11th, and again to the 13th. Is it not like they're taking their supporters for a ride? Because again, at the end of the day, when you tell me to expect a particular announcement and then you postpone indefinitely, what message are you sending? You know, as we have discussed previously, uh, Rosalind, yes. po- these political parties are owned by some people. Individuals. Coalitions are owned, even this particular coalition is owned by Raila and Uhuru. And Uhuru, yes. And at the end of the day, it's a Raila and Uhuru will make a decision. Mm-hmm. And so, whatever decision that uh, even this panel is making, uh, them, they are like uh, clerks. Mm-hmm. So, they'll just go and give the names and the decision will be made. So, at the end of the day, I don't, I don't, I don't think they're taking anyone for a ride because it's expected. Yes. It's expected that uh, this, uh, this running mate has to be named. The fallout is what now that follows is what now will will, uh, will be the crack of the matter. And at the end of the day, for me, from how I've looked at the situation, mm-hmm. and uh, given that uh, one uh, President Uhuru Kenyatta has made the deputy president uh, position not so attractive, yes. I doubt the running mate will actually make a very I, big difference. Are you sure it's not attractive? If it wasn't, we'll have not had 11 <laughs> candidates standing up for that position. I, it's, it's, it's attractive to those who are who want the position, the politicians themselves, but I don't think it will, it will sway the voters. But, In, but remember, the constitution guarantees that office. So it, you're, you're actually stuck in the heap. Once you have appointed the person yeah, you have appointed. Yeah, but, but you're stuck at the hip, but uh, you cannot uh, you can decide not to use the hip. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen Uhuru Kenyatta limping uh, because he's not using the hip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go get another whip somewhere. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm talking of uh, running with and whips. Uh, maybe it's time also, Rosa, uh, Rosalind, you tell us. Yes. Who is your top three in, uh, in, uh, in uh, Azimio? Uh, Where would you put your money on if you're a betting girl? If I was to bet mm. my top three, and I, why? Will, uh, I will go for Kalonzo Musioka uh, because this is a man that I will say has been tested. This is a man who served as a vice president under the late uh, Moi Kibaki's regime. So he's somebody we have seen serve as number two. This is a man who in 2007 went solo and he had the backing. He garnered votes. Uh, when he went to the ballot. And that is why he was a katikati man when uh, Raila and Moiki Baki were not able to agree. He passed in the middle. Uh, 2013, this is a man who was Raila's number two. In 2017, again, he was Raila's number two in the, in the run-up to the elections. So again, when you say that now you don't think that he's appropriate uh, number two for Raila, then ask the questions. Because if they did not win, they did not win as a package. So either they need themselves to go as a package to win or they give us the reasons why he will not be the best bet. Uh, my second person is Peter Monya. 
uh, CS Peter Monya. The reason is for me, they've always been that disgruntled constituency in the Mount Kenya East who believe that the central mountain has enjoyed the, the, the regime, uh, the power that be, by being the, the CEOs of this country. Uh, we saw coming from Kiambu County and also Nyeri County. So I think this is a time for the uh, eastern part of, of central Kenya to, to actually consolidate that constituency from the mountain. The other person for me I would think will also play a good bet is Martha Karua. Uh, she's the iron lady. She's the man in the room. Uh, I know most of the time people say that you need to be sensitive to women, but she has proved herself. She has actually broken the ceiling for very many women. So if you look at the gender card and what she has amassed through her political period, I think she is the third bet for me. Okay, interesting. Uh, I, 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 I actually agree with uh, Rosalind on Kalonzo uh, and Karua. Yes. Uh, and given the, especially the fact that uh, Kalonzo has a high, a big constituency, uh, Karua would energize Raila's campaign mm -hmm. uh, in terms of the women factor. Uh, and given her history uh, of being combative and being able to, to marshal uh, some kind of support, she has a base that uh, follows her. Uh, the other person that I think uh, for me would be make my top three is uh, Hassan Joho. Wow. Wow, that's quite a radical. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't see it coming. Hey, exactly. We didn't see it. Justify that. Please do. Please do. All of you did not yeah. see it coming. Yes. <laughs> Joho can be a very good wild card uh -huh. uh, for, for Raila Odinga. First, he's young. Mm -hmm. He's energetic. Uh, the guy... Uh, for the first time, someone would be looking at the coast as a key constituency in terms of politics. The other thing is that uh, he has the Muslim uh, following, yes. which would actually be really behind one of their own, as we, are, as we have seen in the past. So, for me, Joho is that candidate or that aspirant who can actually change the entire game for Raila. Okay, interesting, wow. interesting. Wow. I, 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 let me first of all disagree with both of you. On <laughs> <laughs> but before you disagree with us, I think for me, um, uh, for Governor Joho, that means that in Azimio, actually the pre uh, presidential flag bearer and the running mate will all be coming from one party. From Where do you leave the other political parties? Well, uh, you see, at the end of the day, uh, political parties, it, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's in the sense of that Azimio is the party now. Yes. It's not ODM. Uh, the same way we had at the point where Jubilee became a political party mm -hmm. in 2017. Uh, yes, they, they, there was the advantage of in the incumbency between Uhuru and Ruto. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, they were coming from the same camp, you see. So what would happen is, you, you see, politics is about negotiations and giving, giving, giving and taking, like give and take. Uh, the rest, Kalonzo can be told he'd be a prime minister in, <laughs> even if he does not exist in the but, constitution. But, but Oliver, when it comes to Jubilee, they dissolved their constituent parties to form the Jubilee party. In this case, 
the constituent parties have retained their identity and we also have now the coalition party which is Azimio la Umoja One Kenya Alliance. So still Joho and Raila belong to ODM. So ODM is not a dissolved party. So within the the context of the coalition party we still also have the identi identities retained within those parties. Yeah, uh, yes. And, and and you see for me you see I didn't even mention my reason being ODM or anything. <laughs> I mentioned I mentioned about the constituencies Con because constituencies, yeah yes. because because you see it's a game of numbers yes yeah the coast has numbers which are almost equal to uh, the Ukambani numbers so uh, giving um. it to Joho you get the advantage you get an added advantage because you see Kalonzo one of the reasons Kalonzo is not getting this seat. I'm not saying that he won't get it. One of the reasons why one of the reasons why he has been had he has had a hard time convincing people that he should get this seat. He has yeah. been really has running mate twice and they lost. Yes. You see, just to add on what Oliver is saying, eh? yes. I think uh, on the point of ODM, if you look at even uh, Kenya Kwanza before I know we'll discuss Kenya Kwanza but if you just look at Kenya Kwanza in their coalition mm -hmm. you find that UDA produces the, the, the president yeah. mm -hmm. and the deputy mm -hmm. so uh, there was nothing wrong that to stop ODM from producing the the president and the deputy if the other guys get if the other guys get uh, get a significant portion of government or get mm -hmm. other seats mm -hmm. but not onto my list I would put Peter Munya first wow mm -hmm. uh, and not Kalonzo Mm -hmm. And the reason would my reason would be mostly because of what Oliver has said. Yes. Uh, that was my thinking also. Mm -hmm. Kalonzo has deputized Raila twice. Yes. And yeah. they have not won. Mm -hmm. Yes, he can deliver the Kamba vote. But don't you think Raila, this being his quote unquote last bullet, needs another formula? <laughs> <laughs> then <laughs> then you, the question uh, should have been both of them have gone twice and mm. have not won. So can we get a fresh a new fresh, team? Fresh team. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, but my list would be uh, Munya. Uh, if not Munya, then actually I would go back de facto to Kalonzo. Yes. Yeah. And then I would actually go to Peter Kenneth. Wow. And I'll give the reason why. Yes. Uh, I've not chosen a woman. Yes. Uh, not <laughs> please, please, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> because I, I don't believe there's anything called a a, a, a women vote or a women constituency. Yeah, that's true. At the end of the day, when voting day comes, when August 9th comes, whether it's 2017, whether it's 2013, women didn't vote as a block. Mm. They voted mm. along tribal lines. Yes. So you find the woman in uh, Maasai land mm. voted according to how the Maasai is there voted. The mm. woman in Nyeri voted according to how the people of Central were voting. So capturing this thing called the women vote, the women vote is a mirage. It does not exist. It exists. We are 54%. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's, it's an elite thing. It's an elite thing. No, it's there. Uh, what no, what, we, what, what it we are lacking mm. is uh, it's existing building number. capacity. Mm -hmm. It's existing number, mm. but it does not exist in terms of... Uh, Realistically. Realistically, mm. it doesn't exist. Mm. But it is because there has been no motivation for women to move in that direction. But Oliver, two women have ran for presidents. Fellow women didn't vote for them. Because of maybe how we whipped, <laughs> how we whipped the women constituency. Okay, you, 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 you see you, the way you, you, have a, you have a fantastic. I'll, I'll give you an example. <laughs> so the way I mean, you'll come and Baba, sell, sell a product to uh, me uh, is uh, very different from mm, the same way somebody mm, else will sell a product to you. Mm, so for me, it still boils down to that communication. Do we have that communication for women to see the importance of having a women leader as mm, opposed to a man? Uh, Rosalind, uh, 
this thing called the women vote exists in on twitter <laughs> on facebook no yeah, the figures the figures no, no, guys, speak guys, for guys, themselves guys, guys, no 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 because we've mentioned uh, running mates yes uh, what about uh, kenya kwanza who do you think just one name you think that can <laughs> no, one is very limiting why limit us one azimio azimio okay two two, two names okay. sure. i think uh, two Uh, candidates stand out uh, in uh, Kenya Kwanza if you ask me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. number one, if Ruto wants somebody who's going to give him resources energy and a good network and a very good mobilizer mm-hmm. that person is Rigathi Gashagua but of wow. course there are those who think wow. that Rigathi Gashagua is so poses a threat mm-hmm. because he's also very strong yeah. so Ruto may have another Ruto problem <laughs> 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 if he picks him up yes if not Uh, my second choice would be Dindi. Mm-hmm. Dindi wow. is young, articulate, uh, and uh, he may bring some energy into the campaign while not posing a threat to a Ruto presidency. If not a Kikuyu candidate, then Musalia is the obvious choice. Mm. Those three. I've <laughs> 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 given you. You've asked me for two. He's so, very <laughs> smart in, in choosing his um, uh, preferred uh, <laughs> candidates. On my end, mm-hmm. I think I will go first with uh, Speaker Justin Moturi. Mm-hmm. Uh, this being that again, just like what you were talking about, the Mount Kenya East, are representing that small constituency of the Mount Kenya region so i think it will be a unifying factor in terms of whipping uh, the support from across the region uh, in terms of being that he has been in politics for quite a while uh, more than even william ruto in mm. politics so for me i think that experience that he brings on board the other person if it is not in central kenya region then i will still go for mamsalem davadi just like Gucho. i agree with him that outside the mount kenya region i think Mudavadi who will be the best uh, preferred candidate for William Ruto. Mm. Uh, personally I would advise William Ruto not to go to Mount Kenya. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mount Kenya one of the things that Mount Kenya will hap- what will happen in Mount Kenya in my own uh, crystal ball is that uh, Mount Kenya will have the lowest turnout ever in this election because we don't have a candidate. Yes. True from that yes. period. Mm. So you may be gambling with a vote that you will not get in full so where can you get your your vote in full so for me uh, i would go for musalia mudavadi uh, based on experience based on the constituency that he holds mm-hmm. in Mo- in western kenya and mm-hmm. given that mudavadi actually ran for election in 2013 mm-hmm. and actually garnered votes across the country yes i would also surprise people just like i said raila can surprise people with joho and pick kingi Oh. Oh, okay. Come on. Yeah. King King is smart. Uh, women, yes. women say he, he's good looking. Ah. <laughs> but but also that that that, that would that looks would, looks don't yeah. translate to vote. Yeah. Uh, that's no no light touch but <laughs> that would change the dynamics in terms yeah. of the coast yes. becoming part of Kenya. You, you have a lot of faith in the coast vote. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I don't know why. He's actually, I don't know why that has come for from. the coast. Actually, actually I think regardless of who Raila or Kalonz uh, or Ruto choose as running mate. Yes. Especially from central or western. Mm-hmm. Regardless of who they take, coast will be a very determining factor for them to win this election. Yes. Coast will be very huge in terms of winning the election. Coast is the, like the Nairobi 
the Nairobi Coast has traditionally been a Raila yes. stronghold. Yes. So but any other person who want to uh, to get votes from there must actually penetrate it. Yeah, but you see, let let me ask as as uh, we come to you know uh, come to the conclusion of this di- uh, discussion yes. today. Yes. You see, yes, coast has been uh, Raila's uh, stronghold, but we have a situation where you are seeing that Raila is not. How many times has Raila been at the coast in the last one year? Hey, he's been going there so many times. But Even now, what, he has pitched tent in the coast. But to hotels. <laughs> wow. where, where they go to hotel to hang out with Atoli and Morade. Wow. <laughs> but, but but in terms of campaigns, yes. if you look at the campaign trail, yes. you Ruto has has been making so many yeah, times. Yes. He's been going to the coast, mm. especially the, the sides of Kuala and stuff. Mm. And that's why you've seen and Kilifi, that's why you've seen people like Kingi moving towards him mm-hmm. uh, and the rest. And so what has happened to Raila Odinga's campaign? Mm-hmm. This is a very big question that everyone is asking themselves. Three months to elections, Raila is. Have you seen a billboard of Raila Odinga in this country? No, unless the ones put up by Akina Sifuna and Pasaris. Yes. Where they put his capicha, a small capicha somewhere. Yeah. Putting you, up a billboard is you, not cheap. Seen, have you seen? Have you seen? Raila is not uh, poor. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you seen Raila's roadshows? Remember in 2007 when he was campaigning in ODM mm-hmm. uh, yes. against Kibaki's PNU. Yes. Raila, Raila's face was all over. Yes. Raila was. Uh, uh, Raila himself was all over. Also. Yeah. Yes. Even as even as uh, newsrooms today, mm-hmm. as we are looking for stories, sometimes we are we can't get Raila's photos on in rallies while Ruto is in rallies. What happened to Raila Odinga that we know who was always ensuring that he's running, or is this a different election for him? maybe i could say maybe the political dynamics have changed in the past we didn't have this massive following on social media in the digital platform you can see even this time raila is even trying to engage the youths you can even see raila has even changed the, the way he dresses his dress code to appeal to the youth sometimes even the postings the language that he uses you know he even goes to use sheng Now should, in the he should, past, he should ask. He should ask Peter Kenneth about uh, yes, social yes. media. I know, I know, I know. You're going there. I knew you're going there. We took a ground it about. Nisawa, Nisawa. But there is a constituency that also influence based on how how active you are on social media. Yeah. But for me, I think I I totally agree with you, Olive. That yes, Raila has not mounted as a massive campaign like we saw in the past in terms of roadshows. We are not seeing mammoth crowds milling around him that we, uh, that we used to see in the past and maybe this is just a strategy remember he's still a presidential aspirant until he's cleared by IBC we m- maybe uh, under these three months that we have what we'll be seeing will be very different from what we are discussing today I, th- I think uh, I, I, I have a totally different opinion and I want to play <laughs> the, devil's, <laughs> the devil's advocate here yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> is that uh, Number one, I think Raila maybe has realized. Yes. Uh, running the last four elections the same way. You know the, the way they say, yes. if you do the you same do thing, thing the same way, you, you get the same results. Eh? Yes. That he has been doing rallies, all those roadshows, all those billboards. And they look at where it has gotten him. It, of course, has given him more mileage. And others say his election was stolen. Yes. But maybe he wants to try differently. But first of all, building a, a boardroom coalition, mm-hmm. then taking the coalition to the people 
and hoping to to actually now get the backing of the people but i think that is a mistake if you ask me yeah. Mm. because yeah, uh, because i wanted to say that because mm, mm. he is the one who said kibaki tosha yes and moved away from the boardroom immediately yes, yes. and enabled and hit that, the road yes enabled that campaign to actually get life yes mm. so why is he dilidaling i think uh, uh, that's a, that's a difficult one and i hope he's not actually sitting down and going to be made president but for the next time but you guys also remember we are coming from the effects of covid where people were not moving crowds were restricted but people no, were crowds, wearing masks no, this, so no, this is yeah, a new reality no, we are coming back corona they were still holding they were still holding the bbi rallies rallies yeah and i i agree with goshu yes i hope i also hope that trailer is not depending on the states yes. whatever it's called yes. and because you see for instance his his uh, his best friend uru kenyata has not even campaigned mm-hmm. for him mm-hmm. even once in the mountain yet he has actually been promising to uh, to, to go, go to for the them for last two years <laughs> does this deep state exist I think, of course, I think of course deep state exists <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, whether it will have an impact on elections yes. or not in uh, 2022 is something up in the air because uh, you can't actually discount the fact that there exists some sort of deep state mostly led by the provincial administration and the, uh, the and the guys in the ministry of interior mm. because they're the ones who have the the networks the yeah. chiefs the nini and you saw, I, personally i was a bureau chief for nation in 2017 eh? yes and uh, so turnout in mount kenya is not just doesn't just happen people mm. think that mount kenya gets 97% turnout just like that mm. you know people have to be encouraged we used to go to the stages here you see matatu za carry people for free we're not carrying people for free they're being paid to carry people mm. so uh, that infrastructure is maybe what we call mm. the deep state what well, that can it, help it, it, actually, it, actually, it actually exists but you know mm. uh, uh, guys i, I think well, the, the next thing that we need to actually discuss probably in the next episode is is our campaign policy based or personality based because who who here can name three policies that uh, Raila is standing on me i can only remember the 6k one <laughs> <laughs> what, what about ruto ruto is a bottom up uh-huh. approach uh-huh. what yes. else ile mama mboga what what has ruto said about education what has ruto said about uh, trade what has ruto said of, about foreign uh, foreign policy, policy. policy. I, i think these are some of the issues that uh, probably we need to actually help uh, our listeners uh, figure out because i know i know i know we, we because you see even uh, when you see them in rallies like the other day uh, kenya kwanza was in machakos and they were just insulting azimio for they are not told people this is what we are going to do they probably they don't even how many know how many roads need to be made mm. yeah so i th- i think that should be the next topic that we I, should i was actually very surprised in that yes i agree with you on the it should be our next topic but I was also very surprised on that azimio rally that uh, ruto was still counting roads they have built <laughs> <laughs> then after that he still is not in the same government <laughs> I had Murade say Murade said yesterday that under the first government they only managed uh, 10,000 roads now they are talking about doubling the same under the handshake government so maybe these are some of the things that we need to put into perspective when people say this is what they are doing uh, this is it practical that the the issues they are talking about can be implemented if they are voted in the next government and i think gentlemen This was this is where we end this uh, episode today. Thank you so much. It was quite insi- insightful. Thank you. 
Thank you. Asante sana.